We're good, we're good. Yeah, we were, I was down in Florida for, I just went for like Christmas, New Year's. Good, man. Everyone's like partying. The weather's nice. You can come back to like minus 20 and it's just <laughs> brutal. Ricky was on the time of his life. I did. I really did have the time. Yeah, of yeah. Life down there. Like, I, I was made for like warm weather parties. That's like what I'm made for. I feel like everybody is though. It's such a generic comment. I like partying in the summer. Like. <laughs> definitely better for sure i mean i mean you can't party outside in uh, the winter yeah, yeah. so well you can't i try ricky, ricky will party anywhere <laughs> i honestly i really will how was it for you guys like, did you prefer being in orlando like during the beginning of the season like is it just like you miss home or is it nice to be in like sunny weather like so was there was it was both yeah like it was nice to be in sunny weather obviously you know during march and april um, and March and April was really nice in Orlando. Um, it's like not too hot. No, it's perfect, yeah. you know, because then it gets to like June and July and like it's 30 it's, plus every day. Oh, it's disgusting. <laughs> yeah. And it's humid. As, yeah, yeah. So humid, you know. But um, yeah, I mean, we, we I would have rather liked to, you know, things I would have rather things be normal and play here in yeah. Toronto in front of the BMO field because, you know, there's nothing like that. But it was all right. Uh, it was a good experience, to be honest. Uh, you know, aside from everything that was going on and, and the reason why we were there and everything, uh, it was a good experience. We were in Orlando. It sucked to play. It was weird because we were using um, Orlando City's home. Because they're a new team too, right? Uh, Fairly new. No, not now. Four? I think they've been in the league five, six years, five, something six years. like that. But their, I think their stadium is pretty new still, and um, but it was weird. We were, we were, we would play our games home home games, so we were the home team, and no fans. I think we played them actually one game in their home, but we were the home team and and we had no fans. And then like two weeks before that or after, I I, I can't remember. We played them, them being the home team, full stadium. <laughs> so just like they wouldn't crazy. sell tickets for you guys? Like I don't get it. Well, we're the home team. So, like so, no, but like, no but like, season ticket holders. but like nobody could buy tickets to go, or people just wouldn't buy tickets to go. No, they didn't want that. I don't. I think they could have if they wanted to. They could have like sold tickets. Yeah, they but they didn't it. want fans to go there and then cheer against the Canadian team. because yeah. you know, interesting. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. They're gonna do that, especially yeah. if we play. If we sell the tickets against Orlando City, it's just gonna be another away game anyway. So at God. least we try to gain some advantage. By having nobody there. By having nobody there. Makes sense. You know I have a question for you actually on that topic. And this is a a buddy of ours, a good buddy, JR, has this theory of home field advantage. I'm not going to tell you what his theory is, but I want to ask you, do you feel like as a pro athlete, Mm -hmm. do you feel when you play, the home field advantage is real for you? Do you feel you play better at home or do you feel you go at every time and it doesn't matter where you play? Like, do you think it's essentially what I'm asking? Do you think home field advantage is a myth or is it real in, in pro sports? I think. Especially in soccer. Yeah. I think in, in, in soccer, it is real. Uh, personally, I would say, like, it depends, too, which stadium you go to. Some stadiums are more um, intimidating than others. But sometimes being the away team or being the away, you know, player 
could sometimes also be an advantage because it could get you going. Yeah. Uh, the, you know, fans against you. That yeah. get that gets some guys going. The 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 home advantage is is real because there 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 have been some games where a full stadium is going to give you that energy for some reason. It just because I've played in empty empty stadiums, so now I know for sure. Yeah. It's it's a it's an advantage, and I've played in, uh, like full stadium against me. It's it's an it's it could be intimidating yeah. depending on where you are so there you have it in soccer home field is an advantage jr oh, that's yeah. for you buddy our buddy jr goes to a lot of sporting events a lot like, probably more than anyone not anybody that we know like he'll go and he goes by himself diehard yeah. sports guy yeah, yeah. i'm not sure about soccer any team but too any anything team. Yeah, yeah. he just wants to be there and he like he follows it very actively yeah, so yeah. you know he you know every time someone says those like you watch the sports cast someone say you know it's a must-win game or it's a home field. Like, the, the crowd made that, a difference on that the one. ones they yeah. say the old like um well, old adages that people say. Yeah. There's like, there's never been stats to prove these like, like, like that factually, is, yeah. exactly, essentially. Yes. So every time someone says it, he's always like, this is just a, a fan say this, right? Yeah, yeah You know, yeah. talk to pro athletes. He goes, pros are pros for a reason. They play, doesn't matter where, they're still, they're going to play as good yeah, yeah, anywhere. Yeah. But soccer, you've never had this debate. Because soccer, yeah. the fans probably are the most unruly yeah. of any sport. <laughs> Fireworks, throwing stuff. Yeah. I, I think even more so in like, if you're in South America and Europe, Europe yeah. it's even more of an advantage because, for example, with the national team, um, there's been there's been stories. I've heard these stories uh, from past players in World Cup qualifying uh, that on the way to um, in a game in uh, Honduras that the <laughs> crazy they're walking out to the field. First of all, the the night before, the fans would go outside the hotel and start doing fireworks. Yeah, the playing drums night. and everything. The whole night, so you don't sleep. So that's already an advantage. And then at the stadium, a true story, the fans were had bags, and they're throwing them. They're they're full of liquid, and they're throwing them at the players, at the weight uh, players while they're walking. And these guys are getting hit, and then they're smelling. Oh no! It's piss. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this, this is in Honduras. In Honduras. So this stuff is real. Like that's why I say in, in soccer there 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 is home I, advantages. There's, wait, there's one little segue <laughs> here because if I'm not mistaken, you guys are playing Honduras next. Yeah, it, yeah, is it in yeah. Honduras too? It's in Honduras. Well, gonna, gonna go, give you yeah. a, I gotta give you a rain jacket. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't piss at you. <laughs> yeah, that was a story. I, I mean I I wasn't there for that one, but the, I just the older guy like said <laughs> Oh no, I'm Dodge, dodging piss. <laughs> Piss bags I'm like you're the Matrix or something. I'm sprinting out of the tunnel. I'm sprinting. I'm not getting hit with piss. That's crazy. There's no way. <laughs> no, no, no. I can't. When you, you were talking about Orlando too, like the idea of derbies. Yeah. Because yeah. der I don't think there's many places where derbies happen. You mean in North America or in general? Just in general, like in pro sports. I don't think derbies happen in many places. In, in soccer? So it's, yeah, soccer. Like you oh, think you Rome, mean in Roman, Roman Lazio is a derby. Yeah. Um, like in football, Giants and uh, things share the same stadium, but they only play like once every five years, I think. I didn't even think oh, they play once. Sorry, I'm gonna ask a dumb question here. I didn't. A derby means you share the same stadium, yeah. and it's when the, it's when two no, teams that share so. the same stadium play each other. You can, you can. A derby is a no, derby is a, is a rivalry. Real Barcelona, it's a rivalry, and a derby is more the same city. You share the same city. You share the same city. You share I thought the same, same stadium. No, I know no, the, no. Ro the Rome Lazio Derby is like one of the biggest, like most so like those, craziest thing. Those uh, derbies can be a little bit more 
because you share the same stadium, it could be more intense. Uh, maybe you can make the argument, but like, uh, yeah, in, in Italy, there's there's two. There's the Roma Lazio share the same stadium, and Inter and Milan. That's a, yeah, share that's the same stadium. One. So those derbies are kind of special in that sense. Yeah. Um, Danielle, what is it? Okay, so yeah. it's basically close, yeah, yeah, close by cities. It's it's it, it's a rivalry. Yeah. It's a it's I thought a derby, a, a derby, like a lot city, of yeah. history goes into a derby. It's not kind of you know, it doesn't just get, it's not just proximity. It means yeah, like, it usually is. For example, in uh, in Argentina, there's two teams, the Racing and Independiente. Their stadium. I love how you turn the accent on for those. Yeah, yeah, you have to. <laughs> you you got to say legit. The 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 stadiums are like a hundred meters from each other. And they're eternal rivals, like crazy. So like across the river, like literally across the street. And even uh, Liverpool Everton is like this. Yeah. Liverpool Everton is <laughs> a big derby, but there's another like Liverpool also has a rivalry. It's not a derby, but it's a big rivalry match with Manchester United. So that's okay. more of like they, those fans hate each other. Yeah, yeah. But a derby is like um, the Merseyside derby is Liverpool Everton. And that's because they're in the, they share the same city. Okay. I'm it's interesting. And like Barcelona, Madrid, I guess they call it El Clasico, but I guess that's just a rivalry. It's not like, yeah, it's not a wouldn't derby, call that a derby. It's not a derby. Okay, a, okay. That's why they call it El Clasico yeah, yeah. because it's just, the, a, a Clasico is, is a rivalry match. It's a big yeah. rivalry match. I think we talked about this last time. Maybe you were on. We said it was somebody. It was you, maybe Liam. But I think the the coolest name for a new rivalry is El Trafico. El Tra- the L one in yeah, LA. Yeah, the one in LA. That's yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's usually when people rip off a name, it's not good. Yeah, it's not yeah. funny. That one's good. That one's pretty funny. That, that was pretty- it's crazy. I was actually, I was in LA this, this off season and, um, I, I got stuck in that traffic. It's it's, it's real. You can't move. Oh, it's terrible. It is horrible. I had to, I had to tell the the Uber driver to to stop on the side of the road because I had to piss. We were there. We were in the car for like two hours. I didn't expect that. Where like where were you going to and from? I was going from. Um, I was up. Uh, I was like above, like uh, more north than uh, Beverly Hills. I forget what what it was called. The 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 place. But I was like a little bit north of, of uh, West Hollywood, Beverly Hills. Yeah. And I had to go all the way down to, um, we we're heading to Newport Beach. That's like no traffic, an hour, and uh, maybe a little bit more. Um, and we thought we were going, we, we were avoiding rush hour, but there's, there's, there's no, no, yeah, there's always no, rush hour. It's, it's always rush hour over there. So, so yeah, I got trapped in that and, and I asked him and we got to pull over. We got to pull over and he, and he pulled over. No, so. I was going to say about that, the Derby and I don't even, we got off traffic there, but off traffic, off topic. Um, <laughs> the, I saw the Derby in, in Rome, Rome versus Lazio. Yeah. And it's like, that's one of like the crazy ones in Italy. Mm. And I remember, so we parked in a certain area and I had my Jersey on Roma Jersey. Cause I got family from there too. All Roma friends. So I had my Roma Jersey. Okay. My cousin's like, you got to take it off. I like, why? It's like, Cause we're kind of parking on like almost like a border where the parking lot. So yeah. I was like, what do you mean? He's like, when Roma is home, they get 75% of the surrounding area to park. And that's where you sit yeah. or like a two thirds of it. And then Lazio gets the other third. Right. Right. When it's reversed, they switch. So inside the stadium, it's not like colors in this and that. It's just like that. So we're all there. We take off our jerseys. We walk in, we get in and it's just two thirds of the stadium is just that kind of burgundy yellow mm. Roma color. The other third is just empty, just completely empty. And then you got, the rows are just fully lined. There's a man on every other row mm. wearing the yellow jacket, security. And you see, it's just crazy. It's just fans packed, f- smoke bombs going off. And this is when Totti was still playing too. So like oh, yeah, people yeah. going nuts, they have the Totti chance and he was God out there. Yeah, like, yeah, literally yeah, God yeah. out there. 
And then all of a sudden, the, the match starts. And you know when you like kick a, an anti or something? Not an anti, an anti uh, hill. You see the ants just mar- like all everything comes out. Yeah. That's what it literally looked like. All these baby blue jerseys just stormed <laughs> down. Yeah. And within three minutes, you got a third of this, whatever, 40,000 person stadium yeah. slammed. Yeah, 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 yeah. When you leave, you get out and you hear the stories about people going by on mopeds, like with a knife just attached to their hip. And they just slash people going down on their mopeds after it, the game. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I. I don't how, know if how I, wild is that? Like, it, imagine going to your kid going to watch a soccer game, you get stabbed by someone. <laughs> it's it's crazy. I laugh, but it's not yeah, funny. Yeah, it's, like, it is crazy. At that point, like, okay, throw the piss at me, fuck. Yeah, I mean, like, fuck, take piss any day over a slash in the leg, man. No, that that that's crazy. That's like really how it is, because like these fans, like you 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 live there, you yeah. were there, you like they they love their club. It's their it's their life, really. Yeah, like, yeah. it's it's crazy. I love it. I love it, and um. Yeah, the I guess the away team had to wait. They they had their home section. They had to wait until yeah all the Roma fans were yeah. in or something like that. Yeah, I think it was part of like scare attack. I don't know. Or... It's I think it's so they don't the gates. I think maybe so they don't cross paths. Yeah, they, they don't own, cross yeah, paths. So that, that's the reason too. for yeah, it. Because like, I've seen it. I've seen like a video like that once. It was on Instagram or something. It's like they march. Yeah, it happened actually when I was at Barcelona. I can't remember the playing. Maybe Juve. I think it was a Champions League game, and I was actually at Barca. I was with Kia. I just got like lucky that I was in Spain at that time. He wanted to get tickets, so we went. And I think the same thing. It wasn't as much of the stadium. It was like just behind the away goal. But the game kicked off, and then they let. I think they let them in. Yeah. I think they held yeah, them for yeah. safety purposes. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, like, <clears throat> if you cross, like, there's the in Italy, it's called the the ultras. I think. Yeah. Right? So the ultras are like basically the the hooligans, like yeah. the the big supporters Nuts. group, the yeah. supporter yeah. group. And um, <clears throat> if those two cross paths, like, they will fight. And oh, if, yeah. if if you're wearing if you bring a baby blue, even a T-shirt in that in that section, you're you're, you're oh, done. No. What's that movie with the guy from Sons of Anarchy, Charlie Hunnan? He's in a movie. Uh, about, I think it's called Hooligans. Maybe Danielle, you might be able to find it. It's about like soccer supporters, and they just like go it, around ba- bashing it's people. A, it's almost like a. I wouldn't even. It's like for most places in in Europe, let's say. Being a soccer supporter is like being in a gang that's not as crazy and doesn't do illegal shit. But it, like the serious ones would be a, like equal to being in a gang. Yes, yeah. Yes, like you will yes, die for yeah, your team, yeah, 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 and yeah. you will kill someone if they cross your yeah, team. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's just, that's exactly what it is. I, I I'm trying to remember the 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 movie. The movie. You know what I'm talking about? What's it called? Green Street, Green Street Hooligans, and they're Green they're Hooligans. based in um, Premier League supporters, right? Okay, yeah. Is it good? I saw I, something. I can't remember. There used to be this. There's this guy. Uh, he's a famous actor in England. I think his his name is Danny Dyer. Um, he was part of a, a movie called The Football Factory, which was similar. I've heard um, of. I've never seen it, but yeah, yeah, it's, it's it. very similar. Then he did a spinoff. He like hosted this, um, I guess, this show called The Football Factories, and he did it around England. So he went to all of the hooligan groups in England and and actually like interviewed the main guys and like it. And and there you you got to learn that like yeah, it's like kind of run like a little gang, kind of. Yeah, there's levels. Then he of did it, international. Yeah. And he did like he went to Argentina, he went to Brazil, he went to Turkey, and like is like interviewing like these like it's kind of like mafia, kind of it's crazy. And he's interviewing these guys. It was so interesting. Vice did crazy. a document, not a documentary, like a docu series on them. Hooligans, yeah. yeah. I've yeah. seen something. I don't know which one. Yeah, it might have been that's Vice. That's crazy. 
Because some of the Eastern European countries, stuff like that. Oh, those guys are crazy. Oh, man. Eastern Europeans are just crazy. Holy. I'll stab people just for, like, looking at them wrong. Honestly, there might be a team that I think that it's, like, part of their thing is that you they just go to fight. Like, they get in a fight before the game or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you ever seen the videos of, like, fans that, like, they can't get in because certain sections are barricaded and they'll, like, boost each other up over, like, like, like... 10 feet high stings climb in and just start throwing shit at people. Bro, that's what happened like- when we went to the game in, a- in Athens. <clears throat> we went to watch uh, FC Olympiacos or something. Our buddy, you might, do you know Daniel Martinez? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So we were in, uh, I'm so mad I missed that game. So I'm an Olympia- Olympiacos fan. Yeah. And my one of my good, uh, really good friends, uh, Dimitri Kitazakos, he like he, he lived out there. He lives here, and I used to go to games all the time. So my brother got married in 2019, and it was like late in the year. And who did they play? AK Athens. And what? like it was a day yeah, after yeah. the wedding. Where I mean, I was super hungover. And he's like, "You guys want to go to the game?" These guys all went to Olympia Ghost game. Like got the middle jerseys of and, and I got my Greek lady, Greek lettering on the back. Yeah, so I got yeah. my last name in Greek. Can't remember anything. But <laughs> so the thing is, I didn't know they're dry stadiums. Most European uh, yeah. stadiums Barcelona, are dry. Yes, Barcelona, yeah. I didn't know that. Lose, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And for obvious reasons, you just don't think about. Yeah. It. So at before the game, we're watching these like basically kids. They sell beers in a grocery bag. You're like, why in a grocery bag? And mm. you just, I'm not putting anything together. Mm. And all of a sudden, people are buying them, and you buy them, you chuck them in the bag over. Because, like, three or four beers. That was happening at the stadium in Greece? Yeah. And then you've got kids, like, literally boosting each other's up. One kid sits on top, catches the beers in the bag, throws them down to his dad on the other side and stuff. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Come on. <laughs> I've never been to a game barricaded in Barricaded glass. Yeah. Man, it's crazy. Have you, besides, like, obviously playing all this stuff, have you been to a game as a fan? Like, any memorable games you've been to? Or do you not yeah. attend games often? Or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I mean, I, as a kid, I didn't get to attend much. We did, we didn't have Toronto FC here, and I, I didn't. It was really like the Toronto Lynx or something back in the day. Yeah, yeah. Even that I was mean, like the amateur league. Yeah, game. yeah. And honestly, like I, I hadn't gone to much of those games, um, so I wasn't able to go to a lot of games. Um, I remember though, I got the opportunity with my local team. We went to we did Argentina and Uruguay. I don't know if I said this story last time, actually. Say I was with again. you guys. A year and a half ago, two years yeah, ago. Yeah, but actually, almost two so years. I went to, uh, in Argentina, is the arguably, I think is the biggest rivalry in football in the whole world. Boca Juniors versus River Plate. The biggest rivalry. <laughs> Craziest rivalry. Really? Yeah, yeah, crazy. Sorry, Boca Juniors. I know Boca Juniors versus River Plate? And River Plate. Okay. And so there are two biggest teams in Argentina. Huge history, rivalry. Two Any biggest. Like famous players that came out of there? Yeah, like um, I mean, <coughs> lots of players that played for both teams. Uh, Boca's a popular team. Juan Roman Raquel, May um, Alexis Sanchez was in River Plate. Uh, Ramon Falcao, so many players. I, I mean, from the top of my head. Yeah, yeah. Like like lots. Maradona played for Boca Juniors. We one year we played soccer with the Boca Juniors jerseys. Which one? Blue with the yellow. Stick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Which one's I got them the last year we played because they're Boca's. They're sick. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's Boca. So. Yeah, yeah. I went uh, to the game. Uh, we, we, our coach got tickets to, our get to that game, which is amazing. Which is it's it's a hard ticket to get down there, and we are at River Plate Stadium, so it's a big stadium. They have like the track, they have the track and everything, so the fans are kind of a little bit away from the pitch, but huge stadium, probably like sixty thousand. Um, but like like similar to what you were saying, so. Um, they have a little section for the Boca fans, maybe like 5,000, 10,000 fans, 5,000 at the top. 
So the game is played, whatever, crazy atmosphere, amazing. Uh, Boca, uh, Boca Juniors wins 1-0. So the, the, for the same reasons in, in Roma Lazio, one set of fans has to leave the stadium first and the other one leaves after. Boca Juniors was supposed to leave the stadium first. Because they won to, to taunt everybody else, they stood in the. They stayed in their seats for chanting and singing for another hour and a half. So we we were with the River Play fans. We couldn't leave until they were done. They had to finish and leave all of them the premises before everybody in the stadium. Could so they leave. just lo- like basically locked in your section. We, the everybody can't leave. Nobody can leave until they leave. And because they won, wow, they the they disrespect. knew this. They knew this. And they kept chanting, "We won!" And they're Shut they're up. singing, yeah, 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 There's for like an hour, do. an hour. Because if they let out the fans first, they're gonna wait at the stadium for them. <laughs> just, they're all dead. Them. Well, like I'm sure they would have, uh, like they would have held them back until everybody was gone, and and they had poli- police escorts and everything because it's crazy down there. But they, we had to wait for them to to leave, and they wouldn't leave because they Come won, on. and and they knew that everybody had to wait for them, so they stayed. And for me, like that introduced me to like the real like passion, like yeah. this is yeah. this is serious over here, you know, like That's amazing crazy. experience. Like you gotta, if you, you get a chance, go on YouTube and search Boca vs River Plate. The atmosphere is incredible. Boca Juniors is actually better at the Boca Stadium because you're just like on top. The fans, sorry, your fans are like on top of the of the field. It, it's like uh, it's amazing that's what I love I love when you see like cause again that's the thing about soccer specifically soccer and basketball fans are normally right there yeah yeah like you see the altercations all the time like soccer you see like fans like spitting on players like yeah. throwing the toilet paper and stuff yeah. basketball you see kind of all you see like LeBron going at it with somebody yeah, every yeah. six months or something hockey you don't see it as much football you don't really see it as much yeah. you see it more in like positive manner in football like people yeah. jump into the stands and stuff but in soccer it's crazy Oh, it's, you get like things thrown at you all the time. Yeah, some places they they can't even allow like fans close to the to the field because. Or you see like the the fence. Yeah, yeah, you see, like, exactly. Like a legit fence. You're yeah, like, yeah, Man, yeah. What? Yeah, in Boca they have the fence. Yeah, like a huge fence, and the fans will still like climb, climb it and and watch the game like at the top. sitting literally at the top, throwing beers over the top. Oh, yeah, crazy, that's crazy. That's What's the craziest thing that's ever happened to you? Like a, with like interaction with a fan. Anyone ever throw something crazy at you or something? Nah, no, nothing too bad. I mean, I've been in some crazy atmospheres. Um, nothing like crazy has happened where it's like, whoa, like th- this is you know, like I was scared or something. Um, I do remember one game. We had a game in Mexico, Mexico City. We were playing against uh, Club America um, at the Azteca, and on the way to the game. One, we couldn't we couldn't uh, travel in our big bus. We had to go in three different Sprinter vans, like uh, tinted Sprinter yeah. vans, because apparently, like, just in case, like cartel wanted to be crazy. Come on, that day. yeah, we yeah. laugh about that. That's, that's fucking not <laughs> laughing matter. That's literally like I think the reason. Also, we had to take a different highway for the same reason. We didn't want. Uh, our bus to or our bands to get stopped and then we're robbed or whatever like we have Jeez. to go to the game so we had we had police escorts and we had to take a different highway so we had to leave <laughs> a little bit earlier then we get to the stadium we're about we're going around man we're around the stadium but to get into like the parking lot where where we go um you're kind of driving in between like uh, like literally the neighborhood is right there and there's a neighborhood and the fans are are starting to arrive because the uh, fans there arrived there pretty early for their team 
so they see us they realize it's us and then all you see is the the beers coming <sighs> hitting the car boom yeah like hitting our vans i saw one hit the the windshield and and honestly the guy chucked it pretty good and and the windshield didn't even shake it was, <laughs> I was like, damn, these sprinters are serious, man. <laughs> Must be bulletproof. That's, that's a good Mercedes ad right yeah. now. <laughs> Mercedes pay us. Holy. Mercedes can handle a beer from yeah, a Yeah, crazy. Like, they, he chucked it. Boom. Oh, that's all you hear. Boom. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, I could give me a sprinter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That was, that was, that was crazy. Um, but other than that, no, nothing like crazy. Just like amazing atmospheres I've been a part of, for sure. For Team Canada, you probably play like, – you probably play in South America, like Central South America, more often. Is that fair to say than, than with like TFC? Like, um, it's or is it pretty even? I would say even. So okay. It'll be Central America. Um, with TFC, we've had the Concacaf, uh, the Concacaf Champions yep. League, so we've been to uh, a few places. And then with Canada, to be honest, we hadn't really had to do Central America uh, too much because before, I mean, we weren't we never had those games yeah, now yeah. we're world cup qualifying is yeah. where you get those games and now we're this is the first time we're in the the last round in i don't know how many years 20 years or yeah. something so i personally haven't experienced that with the national team but we're yeah, about yeah. to yeah. i was gonna i was actually gonna ask if, it, if you ever experienced that like if it's ever been any dicey anywhere besides mexico but it also just gave us a segue to talk about obviously you just made a point of like canada now you're in the final round which is a pretty big deal yeah 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 so, exactly yeah it's been very a, big deal it's been a long time a, yeah i would say honestly a huge deal it's like yeah I mean, it's no the for biggest sure stage in the world yeah i mean we're we're, we're we're fighting to be in the world cup and we're we're in the last round and right now we're in first place so it's uh it's it's good it's good days right now um and we're all pretty confident and we believe that you know we're, we're gonna do this we're gonna we're gonna get canada to a world cup but you know there's still six games left tough games we got to go to central america and just to give like uh just to kind of explain what we're going through this next uh window it's tough because we got to play in honduras away which is always piss. tough for watch out for the piss yeah for, of course. <laughs> Talked about this for obvious reasons. Obvious reasons. For obvious reasons. <laughs> then we gotta come back. We gotta come back from Honduras. We gotta come back here to uh, Hamilton and maybe playing possibly minus twenty. Yeah. And then we gotta go all the way back down and play El Salvador. So this is a tough window for the travel and everything. Like you're trying to play ninety minute games, intense games, in between recover, but then you have the flight, travel. the travel. And you're going back and forth. It's it's gonna be no a, time zones. It's gonna be nice. a tough one. I think time zones are roughly the same. I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Luckily, how far? Like, um, <clears throat> how many weeks apart are all the games? Is it like a three week span? Is it like a couple months? Like a- nah, th- this window is, is one week. So we play the three t- games in one week. The twenty seventh, the thirtieth, and the second. Oh wow. Okay, so that is yeah. Yeah, yeah. For that context, makes it sound a lot. Oh worse yeah, too. If like we it, had three weeks. Like maybe you have like a Easy, Saturday, yeah. Saturday, Saturday, no, or something. No, 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 no. Because the national shit. team. Your national team, you're only with for a certain period of time. You know, you you get called to your national team. You go for a week or ten days usually, play your games, and you go back to your club team. Um, There's so many different clubs coming from all over the world. Yeah, right? so many yeah. players exactly coming from different clubs, and so, um, yeah, it's gonna be it's a tough one. It's a tough one. So, but who's of all the teams you're playing now? I'm sure they're all like it's the final round, so they've all made it there. They all have merit. They're all good in their own ways. Is there one team that like? Has given you guys difficulty? Is the one that you have to feel like you have to prepare more? Um, Honduras, El Salvador, well, our, like our, all... 
our toughest opponent this window will be the U.S. So we play the U.S. here. That's that one in Hamilton. In Hamilton. Oh, that's, uh, yeah, yeah, right. That's gonna be a tough one. It's that's a little rivalry, you know. So that that that's gonna be nice. Um, and they're right now second place, just one point uh, under us. One or two, I think one. Um, they're gonna be tough, but these games in Honduras and Central America, and even El Salvador, they're they're just tough for so many different reasons, and like it's hard to explain. You gotta like experience, and because the little travel, even just from the hotel, and you're eating like. You're eating food maybe that you're not used to and yeah. things like that. It, a it's all different a factor. Environment. It's a different environment. Completely. Exactly. So, and it's hot. Like we're going to be from hot to cold to hot. Like all those things that is a factor that your body has to like deal with. So for those reasons, it's, Man, it's it just, it's it the tough. little things like you're not going to get a good sleep because the the humidity there might be different than it's here. It's like you're going back and yeah, forth. Yeah, and then, exactly. Okay, maybe you have the nighttime flight. Oh, it got delayed because yes. fucking beer's getting thrown at the sprinters today or whatever. Yeah, right? yeah, and then you're going yeah. back and forth. So it's an, I don't want to say nightmare, obviously, because you're, get, you're getting to do something you love and representing yeah, yeah. You know, your country on a national scale, mm -hmm. or international level, which is unbelievable. I love I love these things, right? Like, yeah, you got to like, yeah, it's, it's, it, you deal with it. Take you know? the good with the you're bad. professional. You deal with yeah. it. These things happen. And honestly, <clears> like, you kind of embrace it because like that means that just shows the passion that these countries have they're willing to do whatever to throw whatever at you and uh they'll they'll wait outside your hotel like i said and just do fireworks the whole the whole night so you don't sleep like we're gonna send you a little care package earplugs and uh ring yeah. <laughs> that's it from the pals that's it <laughs> And we see the little babies and they got the earplugs and the big headphones on top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Send me those. <laughs> George is going to send you some. That's it. Well, um, for, the, uh, for the qualifying, <coughs> you guys, so you have six games left? Six. And how many, because there's eight teams right now left? Yeah. How many make it from the eight teams total? So three uh, make it uh, straight through. The top three make it straight through. And the fourth place plays a playoff against uh, a, a team from a different confederation. So... I think we got, I think CONCACAF got drawn against um, an Oceania team. Oceania is like, New, it'll probably be New Zealand. Yeah. It'll most likely be New Zealand. Um, so the fourth place team will have to play a, a one game playoff. In the past, it was actually two legs, home and home. This year, because of, I guess, because yeah. of COVID and everything, they, they, they limited to one, just a one off. And so, yeah, we don't want that. We just want to go straight through obviously, top obviously, three. Yeah. Well, I guess this next this next stretch for you guys could probably set up a lot because I was actually looking at. I haven't. I, I knew you guys. Uh, I knew Canada was in first, but I didn't know like who's where and what. And it's pretty yeah. tight at the top. Like it's, it's tight. Yeah, you guys, USA. I don't. I don't know. If, I think Honduras and Panama. I think are the top. But it's all split by like a couple points. Yeah. So there, right now our table is kind of split top and bottom. Yeah. So there's a top four that are really close to each other, and then there's a, a pretty good gap, and then there's the bottom. Yeah. So we are we have a pretty good cushion right now in the top four, which is good. Yeah. But like I said, like we want to be in the top three, and the the race is tight between those four teams. So it's us. Uh, USA, Mexico, and Panama. That's it, Mexico. Mexico. Right, right. Yeah, so it's tight, and and the thing is, you know, with these games, um, if you you can drop, if you drop points, the other teams can just jump you. Absolutely. So every game is important, you know. But um, yeah, I think it usually goes down to to right to the last game, usually last two games. But I mean, I think in this case, because there's such a big gap between the four and the and the and the bottom, and the bottom four. 
man, like this window could could define yeah could define some things really. So and I hope I hope that would I think that would be good for us. When it'd be massive, obviously, and I mean obviously, best of luck to you guys. Like it's uh, yeah. I mean Thanks. you guys are playing like you're like lighting the world on fire, and the team like it's actually exciting to watch. It's it's yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. Like you guys are you know not that we haven't had talent before, and obviously you know mm-hmm. a lot of good players, but it's just it's it's amazing, and I, I think like. You know, Canada's rallied around a lot of teams before the Raptors yeah, and Jays yeah. back in the day. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, I don't know the last time <laughs> soccer was at this level with the, this kind of young talent, yeah, you know, yeah, veterans yeah. like you and stuff. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, like, I'm sure the whole country's rooting for you guys. And if you guys get there, oh, I can't even imagine sure. what this would be like watching. Like, you, like it's cool when you see because you know the TSNs, the Sports Centers, and all those like these main Canadian yeah. channels. Like, I remember you scored that goal. Maybe was it two, three months ago? Yeah. And it's like it was all over TSN. The yeah, score, yeah, yeah. like the stars posting it. Then you have the um, who did the Snow Angels in the Snow? Oh yeah, month, uh, was it a month ago? A month and a half? Yeah, ago? yeah, November. It was yeah. uh, Sam. Sam. Yeah, Anacobia. it's like boom, all over <laughs> social media. It's yeah. like, that's how you know it's getting exciting. You yeah, can feel yeah. the excitement starting to happen. And then okay, you've got we've got um, when's the next World Cup? We're semi hosting it too. So it's that's like, right. Yeah, you know there's exciting things mm-hmm. happening. And then you got obviously Davies, who's one of the yes. best players in the world right yeah, now. Yeah. Like. I There's think not so only is he one of the best players, he's like proper famous. Yeah. Like on Instagram, his social oh, yeah. following, he's like he's he's proper like famous. Yeah, he's, he's that from, helps. He's from Toronto. Toronto? No, no, he's from Edmonton. 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 Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. He's a random place to come from. Well, he played yeah. on the Whitecaps first too, right? He was like a 15-year-old on the Whitecaps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or a 16-year-old yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's he's from Edmonton. Like, they, he like started as a 16-year-old. Yeah, the Whitecaps yeah. scouted him, brought him to Vancouver and... He just good for boom, 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 boom. Yeah, it's good for you guys, though, man. Like honestly, like, the thing is, too, is like it's that it's not like you know the U.S. is obviously like their population ten times ours. They have the money yeah, yeah, they yeah, play, yeah. they put into it, so they've been good for a while. Obviously, yeah. Mexico's good. Central Mexico's America, like Honduras, forever, all these yeah, teams are like, not pushovers, right? Yeah, Pan- yeah, yeah. Panama, I think, has been to the world. Yeah, they went recent. last time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like not pushover and they did teams. Right at Euro, uh, uh, Copa America too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like not pushover teams. So like. I mean, and that's the thing, right? That the biggest thing is you just got to get there. If you guys get there, like, I yeah. mean, as a Greek, I can tell you, anybody can, not anybody can win always, but I mean, all you just, you just need to get a- the foot in the door. Anything can happen. You never anything know. can happen. Stuff and starts clicking. Like, it yeah. just. I mean, the first step is like, like you said, qualifying. Yeah, I, yeah. I think that alone is going to change so much for the sport here in this country, especially with the World Cup coming here. For sure. In 2026. It's, it's, it's. It's going to be crazy. Um, I know that for a fact, and and like you said, like here in Canada, like we get our we get behind our teams, like like the Raptors, like the Jays when they're when they're doing well, and and on all these teams, Leafs, of course, mm-hmm. um, and even TFC. We saw when when we oh, won, absolutely, stuff, yeah, know, yeah, yeah, it was crazy. So I think this is on a bigger like like because it's the world and it's international, and it's the whole country. It's going to be like. It's gonna be huge, and yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that. That's why I'm hoping we do good in this window, and like we can define it so that Moving like forward, yeah. that game in March, because we ha- we have a game in March. I'm not sure where that's gonna be played. Hoping in Toronto, but I imagine like let's say we're already qualified. I don't want to jinx anything. Yeah, absolutely. But if we're already qualified by then, like that that game is a it's like a celebration, and that's nice homecoming. It's good. Yeah, it's gonna be. It's just Nuts. nice to have World Cup qualifying games in like Toronto, just even Hamilton. Yeah. Like, have like, like discussion. Yeah, man. to be in the conversation, cool. even sitting here having these conversations like this, like just talking with somebody yeah, yeah. who's you know playing for the the team here, but also playing on like the national or international mm. level. 
I, I'm honestly I, Hamilton. I don't know if they've I, if they've announced if fans can go or not. But I'm for me, I'm gonna I'm gonna go. I don't care if it's minus twenty two. Like yeah, if they allow yeah, fans, yeah. I'll be there. I don't care if it's snow. I think that'd be sick to see a game in the snow. But I can't yeah, imagine yeah. we'd be able to play that. <laughs> kind of there was tough, in but. Edmonton. Was, like, so we played in Edmonton. Like the first game was not bad. I think I think it was around zero. That that's 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 normal. Like, that's normal. Like you, you can play. You grew that up easy. here, right? It's yeah, free, yeah it's, you can play yeah. in that easy. The second game. The second game was minus sixteen, I think, and we were playing on that turf, and there was snow. It, it there was a snowstorm the, the night before, yeah, the day they before. They had the lawnmowers out. They oh, it was not the lawnmowers, the snowmowers. Yeah. It was crazy. Oh, that was that was tough. That was like you could feel it that game, and, and you know credit to everybody who played because uh, it was still a great game with great quality, you know, and and. But it was cold. That 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 day was really really. I should cold. picture taking a header with the balls almost. Oh like, man! Because the air, it basically gets. I think it gets yeah, harder. Like freezing. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. What's the worst part about like besides obviously the cold, but like the one like is it like you know ripping a shot like to break your foot? Is it your hands and they're numb? You, you can't slide? think. Like, what is the yeah? What's the worst single thing like that you would that you can't do? Like just so for me, I I didn't start that game, so I was on the bench, and we had two like kind of vents on each side we had two vents on each side and they're blowing uh hot, hot air yeah. uh, heat but the bench was kind of long because there was the like there's like two kind of benches one for the coaches and then for the players and it was coming on each side but if you're standing in the if you're standing in the middle <laughs> you're not getting it like you're not feeling it and i got stuck in the middle of course <laughs> so i'm watching the game and i'm stuck in the middle and I, I, they had hot tea for us on the bench, which was pretty nice. And that would help for like five minutes. Five minutes. <laughs> yeah. And, but then the worst was this. The second half started, the coach asked some guys, had guys warming up, ready to go in. And on the side where we warm up, there was a snow banks. And they, they tried to, to get it off the field as much as possible. But they got it off the field, but then like off the field, the, the space where we warm up. The snow's kind of still there. It's minus 16. So you're trying to run through, just forgetting about it, but you're obviously your body, you know, when something cold goes on you, it starts to melt. Obviously, you're, we have warm bodies. You start to step in the snow, and it starts to, like, it, it, you're basically, your feet are getting wet, but it starts to freeze. So as soon as you stop, you're, like, you're warming up, you, it starts to freeze and literally my my toes are getting frozen that was for me the worst part so i'd have to go warm up five minutes run run back to the bench and put my feet in the vent for like five minutes then warm up another five minutes come back put my, that that for me was the worst the toes the toes if they get wet in the snow and then you try to play it's it's over miserable who, who, what team were you playing that game mexico i'm just picturing these somebody's like p these players that they might not have ever even seen snow yeah, it doesn't snow. In no, they haven't. Right? Like, some of these people might have never seen snow, and then you come to a place like Edmonton, minus sixteen. Home field advantage, honestly, has home to field be advantage. Like, in that I, case, like, how can advantage. you not argue that? Yeah, that's a good point. That's like, home field advantage for yeah. sure. Like, and you know what? Credit to them. A lot of the guys took it well, and they were playing. I know we thought Costa Rica was gonna um, uh, deal with it badly, and some of their guys came out in short sleeves. And mentally, I was like, "Oh shit, these guys are these guys are." I don't know if I'm allowed to say. Yeah, that. you're fine. My bad. Um, I was like, "Oh, like shit, these guys are taking it good." Like that was a really good mental uh, win there for yeah. them, yeah. you know. But the Mexicans, no, no, and the minus sixteen, there's there's no, 
There's no hiding it. There's no. <laughs> minus 16. It's minus 16. Yeah. I would. Like, I've ne- it's they've an never advantage. Seen, they've never yeah. seen like five degrees. Yeah, or yeah, 10 yeah, degrees. yeah. No, you could wear like parkas. You still be cold in that. Yeah, <sighs> you're cold no matter what. Um, going back one second, we were talking about the excitement around the World Cup, and the reason why this is so good is because remember when Carter came to the Raptors in '95, '96. <clears throat> Look what happened 20 years later, or 15 years later, or Carter came in. Sorry, '99, I think. You think about 20 years later, the Canadian men's basketball team is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. guys like Corey Joseph up, the Alexander uh, Cousins. I forget the... Um, Shy, oh, Shy Gil, just Alexander. Yeah, and then Nikhil, there's... Nikhil Alexander. Yeah, there's those two. You had <laughs> RJ Barrett. You yeah, had yeah, Anthony yeah. Bett, okay, turned out to be a little bit of a bust. But, like, you've got good guys coming through the system now. Mm-hmm. And this is what's going to be like... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you, you've got a lot of good players coming through. And, like, <clears throat> if you think about... Now that little kids are growing up playing baseball, playing hockey, but they're playing soccer too. But now it's like, hey, we see it. Like that's you know, little kids are gonna be like, hey, I want to be Cristiano Ronaldo. I want to be this. It's like, hey, I want to be that. Now you have you're gonna see the Canadians playing potentially playing on the biggest stage in the world. And yeah, little kids watching that are gonna say that's gonna be me in fifteen years. Oh, for right? sure, like, for sure. They're already saying this, like seeing the qualifier games. Like, yeah. oh, that that's that's what like we're, when we were, we're kids. Do, but like, I think oh, we'll never be. Like, that's not well, possible. no, but I think it'll. Like, this is just my opinion. I don't know if it's true. I mean, you can speak this more than we can. But I also think it like it, it started sooner than that because I think it start it truly started like when TFC released like came here. Yeah. Because like when we got yeah. TFC, when we got a legitimate, they got a stadium. Like, yeah, okay. Like, I mean, obviously, like yeah, being over the that. team yeah, Canada yeah. helps. But the problem was like I I wouldn't say like. Canada's always had talented soccer players. Yeah. I mean, like, you grew up Canadian. Like, you know, yeah. you can play for this team for how long now? There's a lot of guys that have grown up, even maybe before you. But the problem was when we didn't have teams here, people would leave and go play Europe. Yes, and they yes. changed their citizenship. Yes. Like, I think there's two guys that play. They were twins. They played in the Netherlands, maybe, or something. So there was, yeah, there was, uh, they weren't twins. They're brothers, maybe? They're brothers, but one played for Canada. But they don't play for the played for Holland, I think. They, they so the the younger brother played for Holland yeah. and like played in the World Cup and everything. Yeah, but he's he's from here. He's, they're from Scarborough. Ju- the Guzman is his yeah, name. Yeah, yeah. So Jonathan J- Jono, he played in a World Cup with Holland. Had a great career. Played in all these big teams and, and like really, he's Canadian. You know, like yeah. we missed out on him, and that's because during the, his time, there was no Toronto FC. There was no. Academy. No there was no professional team here, so <clears throat> you always had to go away. And there was a lot less opportunities back in the day to be Canadian and then find a way and, and become a professional uh, soccer player. Now there's a lot more opportunities, so you're seeing like you're like probably with basketball, the same thing. Yeah, you're seeing a lot more opportunities. You're seeing okay, all it takes is one guy to be successful, and then you know, for example, okay. I don't know how to. I was gonna say, but I was gonna say Vince Carr, but Vince Carr is not is not. Uh, Steve Nash or Steve Nash. Steve Nash, you know, it, it becomes successful. So now these college teams are like, okay, there there's a market over there. Yeah, we we yeah, got to start yeah. looking for more players over there because look, the MVP of the NBA is Canadian. That's similar. Back I back. think similar in soccer. Back to back. Similar in soccer. I think one player makes it, the other player goes. Another one makes it, and now it's happening. It happened recently. Um, you know, Alfonso Davies went to Bayern Munich. I signed to Bayern Munich. Uh, soon later, Cal uh, Laren went to, to to Europe. Then we had Jonathan David, and now we have all these guys in Europe because all these European teams are seeing there's more like Alfonso yep, Davies yep. out there. Maybe not Alfonso Davies, but there's more like him. There's talent there, and and that's how it starts. It takes one to be successful, and then to to create the belief for all these other people yeah. and. 
that's really how how it blows up. Yeah, and I think I think to your point, the World Cup aspect like puts the like the that's like the stamp like. I would say that's more, yeah, yeah, that's more like, okay, like this whole country is legit now yes, and everything. Yes, so is. it's like we've kind of like, it's not like... Um, you found a diamond in the rough with Alfonso. Yeah, 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 now, yeah, it's yeah. Like now they're oh, all... Oh, shit, okay. Well, now, this, now this whole team... But right? Yes, yes. But this also leads to the next point too, like why why my thought is more it's like the TFC and like the MLS approach and like um, North America is getting more legitimized. Yes. Because North America is like, if you think about like immigration, like... You know, I, I would venture to guess like a lot of people, whether they look at the US and Canada, like it's a place where you can go and have opportunity. You like it's like people can go and make it, whether it's you know, capitalism or sports, mm -hmm. whatever it is, like there's opportunity, it's a land of opportunities where yes. it's been um labeled as. But because MLS is growing, people are watching soccer more, it's an international game, and now which kind of segues perfectly, you have massive international stars coming wanting yeah. to put their mark on this league. I mean, it yeah. started with Be it was just Beckham back in the day. Yeah, Beckham started. Pelé it. started it actually. Pelé, yeah, that's right. Cosmos. If you really want to go back, I, did, I like I did that. not know that. I like Pelé? that. That's, that's a big fact. <laughs> this is fact. I'm Brazilian. Yeah. I'm Brazilian. So that's how I know. So Pelé, right after his uh, I think the second World Cup or the third World Cup because Pelé won three, I think. I think it was after the third one. After the third World Cup. So he was around 33, I think, and still like a superstar. And prior to Messi and Ronaldo, Pelé was the great. Yeah, yeah. In there soccer. was Pelé. I would say it was, it was, there was Pelé, and then after Maradona. Pelé came Maradona. Yeah, Maradona. But this was, at that time, there was no, Mar Ronaldo there was no Maradona yet, yet yeah, there was no I think. So. so he came here, and then it was the New York Cosmos, I yes. think they were called. Mm -hmm. And he was the one, like the first real superstar that came and put his stamp on That's the interesting. Yeah. yeah. He like came then towards, must have, back then, the quality of soccer, he must have just danced circles around. Yeah, well, but he also came for the entertainment factor, right? Yeah, yeah, again, yeah. He, It's like when Wayne Gretzky went to the LA Kings, okay? Like, he wow. went there for like, it's a little different, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Bigger league, but yes, yes. Yeah, but it's like you bring a superstar into a big market to help grow the sport. For yes, sure, yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's yeah. what it was. That's that was that's an MLS team, though? Or is yeah, it a different league? Cosmos no, MLS didn't, didn't exist. It was, it was the American, American... NASL, I think it was called. Actually, I don't know. Soccer League. We have a laptop, Danielle. Thank you. Yeah, so I, Danielle, well, she's picking it up. Yeah, so he was the first. But again, there was a massive gap between that and then the rebranding and or yeah, whatever yes, it is. Yes. I don't know how it worked. So I, then the, the World Cup came to uh, the United States in, the in 94. My dad, I have a ticket stub. My dad went to a game. I think it was in Chicago maybe or oh, something. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. My dad, I think, saw I it could have been Greece versus Argentina. And I think Greece got absolutely slapped like five nothing or something uh, i think it was greece argentina oh maradona i think scored that game uh yeah. maradona scored he scored that game and then right after that game possibly he um he was kicked out of the turn tournament for uh tournament for for doping come on yeah he had effigent uh for effigent i think it was or something like that uh, you can't take it oh ephedrine i think is like uh it's like um like it increases your like heart rate, yeah, and, like it yeah, clears, yeah. like it opens up your sinuses. I think something, like something like that. I think it was ephedrine. I think, um, but something he he took a, a supplement, and I don't know what yeah. happened. And there was something in it he didn't know, and and you yeah, think they would have. Did you think because they thought they would would have won that one? You think they think that they he could have brought them again far because the last two World Cups before that. Um, uh, there was 86 in Mexico, which he won, and then 90 in Italia, uh, where they came second, and then 94, he was still really, really good, but obviously all that, all that stuff. I happened. think 94 is when um, Thing missed the free kick, Baggio. Baggio, yeah, the penalty. Yeah, the penalty. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Who? Because uh, Brazil won that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
And but yeah, on that note, like the, the, going uh, back to what we were saying, like with with I think that's another big thing to kind of bring it back is like all these big stars. I mean, like even recently, I mean, massive signing with TFC, yeah, um, which is which is huge. Like you guys, I mean, massive. Um, but yeah, I think that's also like huge. Like kids, people are seeing like you can come play here. People want to be here, right? Like yeah, and yeah. that's what's cool because like you know when you think about it, like the Raptors were the biggest example of this. People always said nobody wants to sign in Toronto. Nobody mm. wants to sign in Toronto. So they trade for Kawhi and look what happened. But it's crazy because like Insigne, that, that's a signing, right? Like yeah, he came, yeah. like all this stuff happening, but it's happening all over. It's happening with like you know I think Ibrahimovic went to whatever um, LA. LA, LA Galaxy, yeah. yeah. People want to come play in North America. Well, and like, Pirlo went to Montreal too, another Canadian yeah. team. Yeah, yeah. Pirlo, uh, no, Pirlo went to New York City. Um, Marco Divaio went to Montreal. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, yeah. They had some big players. They had Alessandro Nesta too Nesta, at yeah. one point. Um, Didn't Carnavale go to New York too? There was another Italian defenseman who went to somewhere in like this part of North of uh, like U.S. Canada. There was Matteo Ferrari. He was he went to Montreal. I can't remember. Montreal gets a lot of the Italians just because it's Montreal. Right? Yeah, because Saputo. Big, big, yeah. What Joey, Joey Saputo. Uh. He's the owner. He's like big. He's, is that, is it Saputo he, is like food? I think it's cheese. cheese. That's what it is. Like huge. I know there's a, there's a massive Italian community. And plus, like, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this on the podcast because I don't know if it's actual fact, but like Montreal's kind of racist. <laughs> what does that have to do with anything? <laughs> well, it's like if you're an Italian league. Oh, sorry, no, you're an Italian-based kind of team. Like. I know people in Montreal are racist because that's what the whole idea with like PK Subban. Oh, I don't know that. That's I don't, what know, I, that. I don't know if this, so I don't want to say it because it's speculation. <laughs> it's like, I don't know what the correlation is. But the point I was yeah. making was I'll tell, I'll tell it I, think, I think, let's go I'll back to, let's bring it back to the point of like, I think with like, you know, T, like MLS establishing, obviously World Cup and now with these like big yeah. signs coming here, I think soccer, especially in like somewhere in Toronto, like it's massive amount of like immigrants every yes. year, kids coming up. I think soccer is going to keep booming. I, maybe I said this, I don't know, on the last podcast with you. I, I can't remember. But I, I genuinely believe that, like, if you, like, MLS, I think North American soccer, I think MLS, the league itself, the like the value of teams, the level of players, like, everything, cost of tickets, whatever you want to call it, is going to skyrocket. Maybe not right away, but incrementally, if you go 10 years from now, 15 years from now, which is not a long time in terms of the length of the league, mm-hmm. I think it'll be one of the higher-watched Maybe not highest watch sports, but it'll be up there. Like it'll be considered like a legitimate big team, or big. What do they call it? The big. Uh, yeah, the big four. The big four, whatever it's called. Sports or whatever. Just look yeah. at the NBA in like the early eighties and nineties. Like the NBA was, or maybe let's say eighties. Like NBA was the NBA, but like it wasn't like today. Yeah. You can get sit courtside for like a hundred bucks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Teams were not like it wasn't superstars. You might have one good team. Twenty years later, it's I think one of the biggest sports growing faster and faster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think like yeah, all this stuff. It's good stuff happening for the for the teams, and I, I think, think it's I mean, it was seventies because the eighties was Johnson and Larry Bird, right? Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It takes a while, maybe ten yeah. years, fifteen is an exaggeration, but I mean, I think honestly, by the time the World Cup gets here, man, it's it's gonna at least here blow up. And I know in the United States they had like I know the MLS for a fact has the objective to be like a top league yeah. in the world. Um, the the it's improving every year and it's getting there. I'm saying like, they want to be spoken about with like Premier League and these kind of leagues. I don't know if it could ever get there just because the, the structure and everything of those four leagues have been intact for so long already. It's ingrained in the culture. Of yeah. The yeah. Too and everything. Exactly. I don't know how you can ever take over that, but you can get close and that's, I think that's their goal for sure. Well, I think the biggest and the best part about it is that you have, 
USA, which is one of the largest countries in the world. Mm. You have set, like, okay, a lot of people playing in Saudi Arabia. A lot of them are Italian too, yeah. right? A lot of playing in the English Premier are English. Yeah. Obviously, there's imports and whatever. But if you think about it, the US is what, 300 million, 360 million? Something give, like or, give or take. So between the North America, and, uh, you got what, 400 million? Give or take. Yeah. You have an insanely large pool of potential players that would love to play in their home City yeah, yeah, for sure. When as the league gets better and has these superstars start to come from overseas here, because mm -hmm. before us, you were a superstar here, you ended up going over yeah. there. Now it's starting to come here with the Beckhams and uh -huh. everyone we just said. Well, now it's at the point where people are coming here, they're going to stay here, yeah. grow, the sport's growing, and eventually, again, we, we none of us have a crystal ball, but yeah. if you put the right money into it and you have the right people behind it, and it can yeah. easily grow. Oh, easy, easy. And to your point, now, see, now you see all these players coming most recently, Insigne deciding to come here when he could have went anywhere. anywhere. 30 um, years old. And in his prime, you know, more players are going to see that and, and come over here. The salaries are just going to go up and up and up as, as the teams get more valuable. So you can start paying players more mm -hmm. to, to lure, lure them over here. Once you get the best players over here, the best players that are here are not going to go over leave. there. They're going to stay at home to yeah, play, yeah. of course. They're going to stay at home. And to your point of, of you know, United States and even Canada being, you know, the land of the free and stuff like that where there's so much opportunity, why wouldn't those people, those players over there come over here when you, they can, like, you know, work on their, their brand, let's say, Absolutely. and stuff like that on top of playing yep. so that they're set for life, not, not only with the money that they make, uh, in their professional careers, but like even after, you Absolutely. know what I mean? Well, it's a big, like one of the big things too is like to, uh, to care on that point. You got to think about like what, what sports and like things like business and brands have now like so, intermingled even more. Brands has always been tied to sports, whether Nike, Jordan, people building their own brands. Like mm. that's, that's kind of been around for a long time, but you know, being, let's say, a, a pro athlete in Toronto, mm -hmm. naturally, especially with a company like MLSC owning, you just bump into the right, the right people. It yeah, opens up yeah, opportunities. Yeah, exactly. If you're playing in LA or or whatever, anywhere York. in that, California, New York, yeah. like you're, you're just naturally going to be exposed to more opportunities. Mm -hmm. And I mean, you know, one of the things is United America Credit, you know, everyone wants to say that, you know, the population of China is growing faster in, in India, not to get too deep into that. But if you look at all the biggest companies in the world, whether it's tech, whether it's anything, like the majority on the top of anything or startups, whatever it is, come from America, yeah, North yeah. America. So like it just, there's a lot of other benefits of being here as well. Yeah. But again, like this, it's all, North America has always been multicultural, which is interesting that it's just like soccer and MLS is just kind of now getting to the point where it's yeah. getting, you know, world recognition yeah, and all yeah. that stuff. But anyways, I, I like, I think it's what the losing is amazing. And it's, I mean- like no one can go like the the best part of soccer is you don't need to be a, a like a diehard sports fan or rocket scientist to know what's happening. Like yeah, it's, yeah, it's a yeah. very I mean to know the strategy and everything like you have to know the game. But yeah, yeah. you can walk into a stadium, watch soccer. You know the ball's got to go in the net. Yeah, yeah, you don't yeah. need to know what every foul is. Some guy gets hurt. It's a foul, like it's yeah. straightforward. Yeah. The game is flowing. It's it's free flowing. Exactly. So there's not many stoppages and stuff. So it's just always going, which which is good. Um, you know, and and it's not like it's yeah. too long either. Like it's you yeah, know, like you know baseball. exactly how long a game is. Baseball could be three hours. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. You know, soccer it's two forty fives with the fifteen in between. Yeah, Maybe yeah. add an extra five on each end. And yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly, exactly. You know, two hours, you're out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I think it's uh, so good. I want to ask you about Insignia. Obviously, maybe aside from Davies, he'll probably be one of the best players you'll ever play with. Yeah. What's that like for you now as, as a teammate, as a person that, okay, you've seen the highs of the high with TFC. You've seen some low moments. Mm -hmm. 
again now you're kind of stepping back into that that high moment yeah, yeah. what's it like so i mean it's exciting one this, this guy just literally this past summer won the euro cup with italy uh being an important player for them so you know it, it's crazy i mean like I've, I've 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 been fortunate enough to play with um really great players like coming and in their primes as well like i mean seba jovinko came in his yeah, prime I, as well yeah and i would and, and they're very similar i you know people will argue saying that insigne on a, a little bit of a higher level just because at napoli and with the italian team he won the euro cup so yeah it's 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 crazy i'm, I'm excited i mean that this is good it, it changes the league because i was saying too to like to 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 my teammates like so he's coming over the thing is as well like in italy there's a lot of pressure for sure there's a lot of pressure when you especially playing at napoli within the the city there's a lot of pressure to be to be good and all that stuff but he's coming here and some people say uh i think it's the league is starting to lose its reputation but it used to be a reputation of a retirement league so all these big stars yeah, would come yeah. to retire but it's losing that reputation now because People are coming in their primes. And so he's coming, but he's coming with pressure too because because of what Jovinko did, you know. Now he's getting paid like, what, double probably, which is crazy. Uh, and they're going to expect the same thing from him. And it's not that easy. It's, it's just not that easy. And so for that reason, it's exciting because now if a player, I can only imagine after the season, if somebody does do better than Insigne, they're just going to tell their club, like, so Insigne is worth this. I just did better than him. Now what am I worth? It, it changes the league. Yeah. Changes the league. So for many different reasons, this is huge for the city, for, for the league, for everything. And for me to play with a guy of that caliber uh, is going to be, it, it can only improve me, to be honest, to, to just be around it. Is the team, for the most part, I, and I'm not sure if you can like answer this up, but like, are most of the guys back? Is the same team as last year? Like, as much changed? No, a lot's changed. A lot's changed. Yeah, yeah. From oh, last wow. year, a lot, a lot has changed. But that's what happens here in Toronto. You know, like at Toronto FC, we're actually, it's actually, uh, it's we're fortunate now to have that expectation to be one of the better teams in the league every year. That's that's their goal. That's their, you know, their objective. Um, and and MLSE is is showing that with the investment that they're putting now after a bad season and um no there's going to be a lot of change like a lot of change um we won't have the same team at all a lot of players have already gone um they still need to bring in a lot of players but um i think all that will be happening in really 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 soon well the good part about that is that once you have that big signing you know that this organization is dumping hundreds of millions of dollars yeah. into this team. You know that other players that were, okay, I don't know if I want to play in North America, where it's like, okay, you just saw this massive superstar come over. There's opportunity. Yes. And a company like MLS isn't just going to throw $100 million at one player. I don't know the exact amount, whatever it was, but it's, it's a, a lot. lot. It's a lot. Yeah. You're not going to dump all this money into one player and say, ah, it doesn't matter about everybody else. No, yeah. You're going to build a team. Yes. You're going to throw money into marketing and community and building the, the yeah. whole city around it oh yeah right just sure. like again but same thing happened with jovinko's yeah you dump all this money supposed like you want results and results yeah. came so. yeah 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 i mean it it's it's just the way the way it is when you when you invest usually if you invest enough and, and smart you, yep. you you get the return yeah you get the return you guys have and the thing is too when you i think like 
right now to your point like I, I do agree with that like the MLS is changing from like a you know retirement league to like a legitimate like soccer league that's yeah. being recognized right because obviously these signings and these have things that happen but even going back you know even Ibra coming here or some of the other t- like times you mentioned like the world notices that people say oh this is like you sign in there like yeah. that's not just like our guy going there it's all mm-hmm. news in Italy it's news in any country that plays soccer and has a major league um, but when you look back like TFC has gone, what, three finals? Is it three? Fi- one, one, but gone to three in the last, like, five? It was five? three and four years, wasn't it? Yeah. It was three and four years, and now okay. a couple years have gone by, so it's it's three and six. Right. So, like, that's a lot. Like, that's a... If you look at all the teams that exist in this league, I, I mean, I, I don't know the stat. Like, is that probably up there with the, oh, oh, the tops? Most sure. final appearances. Like, maybe the guys... Us and Sounders. I was going to say, you played the Sounders, Sounders twice. They three? actually went to one more than us. They went to... So, we went to three. They went to four. They won yeah. two. They right? won two yeah. and lost two. So I was there when, when they won one of them. Yeah, was yeah, yeah. The game in I was the one. Yeah. Yeah, I was. I was at. I'm at, was I with you? I was, was there. It? I was there when I was they lost and, and when they lost. The I was Sounders. at both. Yeah. So I think the other time when you guys lost the Sounders, it was there. It was there. The other time was there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But what I'm saying is like that's the other thing with, with MLSC. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love. I honestly, I do love going to games. Um, but like with you said to your point they're spending the money like if you really think about it when you look back on this like you know when you always wonder like are you in the best years like you know when people are like watching jordan and thing yeah, went for yeah. six years it's like oh like when you're in it you don't you don't maybe you appreciate it but you don't really realize oh shit the run's gonna end at like some point not to be a downer not yeah, to say yeah, it might yeah, end, yeah, yeah. but like to do what the team has done that many times like like you're already one, you're already one of the best teams in the league. Yeah. To add this in, like we could be theoretically in in the like in the thick of like seeing a a, a crazy run happen again now, yeah, yeah. which is a big deal, right? So, you know, as the league's coming up, Toronto's establishing itself as you know that marquee team that invests that that yeah. organization. That's pretty big to lay that foundation right now. So oh, I mean, it's huge, yeah. You know? I, you and know, having again homegrown talent that plays for the team, yeah, yeah. in their city, like it's a big deal. Yeah, for sure. I, I think that's exactly it and and around the world you know i think the 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 good thing that mls has is is which all um north american sports has is kind of like parity in the league right they have the the salary cap rules that kind of any team can win in 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 any year if you do things right with management and players it's not like this it's not like this in europe in europe like there's Every club is its own, um, owned by, by its own company or whatever. And then there's a league that's owned by itself. Like in MLS, the league owns basically all the teams, it, uh, more or less. It's it's hard to explain. Sure. But the the teams are owned by the league, whereas in Europe, every team is owned by themselves. And so any owner can come and and put as much money as they want. There's no real rules. There's financial uh, fair play rules, which is basically luxury tax. Kind yeah. of like you can't you can't spend um, more than uh, a certain percentage of your um, your your club's uh, income. Okay, I don't know the exact rules, but it's not like MLS yeah. where there's a salary cap. Isn't that how uh, was it? Not Manchester City. Uh, no, Manchester City. So Didn't Newcastle, for example, we- Newcastle recently got bought by a, a three hundred billion dollar company. So now this team is is at the bottom, but. Now they can they have so much to invest, so they can yeah. they have money to buy really really good players, and they can get out of the bottom and even compete for the league in the next two or three years. Manchester City is owned by the is some like Prince or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Some, wow. It's, it's really all oil rich. money. The family, honest, so. uh, the royal family. Yeah, they just bought not the royal family it's bought been, Newcastle. Been, 
Oh, um, Vanel some uh, MBS. Is that that well, guy? regardless, like some really rich. I know it was yeah, about yeah, five owns, years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who owns Newcastle and opens Man City. Man City's the baby blue team. Yes. yes. Yeah. So some like I know this rich owner came in and just bought, bought a whole bunch of really good players because. Who was a, there was a really good player that went a strike and they were trying to sign there. Ronaldo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah but they yeah. wouldn't like obviously that they. I, I won't deviate. Go finish. Yeah. Your point. I don't no, want to sidetrack. It's like, that's what it's it's insane when you could do that because it's not. I don't want to say it's not fair, but if you're on a team that has a, just a, ri, a normal rich owner, and then you have a team that's got a top point zero 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 one percent of the world rich. Yeah, yeah. How is that fair? This guy can just go out and spend more money. Like So that's how that's it's it it is fair in the sense that any like that owner can go buy any team, yeah. like a poor team, and they can become rich. It, that's yeah. the fair part to it. But yes, to your point, like that's why the same teams win the league every year in these leagues. Maybe yeah. Premier League, there's about six or seven that have a chance and that's why it's the most competitive league. But in Italy, like Juventus won it for the last nine years. Spain it, is what, like Barcelona, Barcelona Real, Real Madrid. Exactly. It. So that's the difference oh, that MLS French, has. French, the French league too, right? It's always, yeah, now yeah, it's she, Paris. They're yeah. just way, you know, they they, they have Italy way more money. before used to have a bunch, of, like, you know what I mean? There used to be AC Milan, Inter yes. Milan, Juventus, yeah, 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 Roma, yeah. Lazio. There used to be a lot more. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, now it's like just Yeah, Juve at one point like just. Last 10 years. Exactly. So, um, Between Buffon, it was Buffon, Del Piero, and then you had the the Ronaldo saga. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like MLS has that, and honestly, we got kind of sidetracked, so I've, I've lost my point now. No, but, it's all good. But you're uh, talking about fair play rules with MLS or salary caps? No. What, what was the question? <laughs> who knows? Uh, something about invest the money in the team. Maybe why? What's attracting people yeah, to the yeah, MLS? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, now oh, now so I was talking about the years, like how that's, TFC is building on its reputation of like maybe yeah, okay, the good so years. That, that's yeah, where I was going. So yeah, TFC yeah. wants to be in a parody league, like a super club. So they want to be a team in what is a parody league. They still want to be known as like a Juventus. What a Juventus is to the Italian league. They're Got always it. going to be on top. Got so it. that's what that's what Toronto FC is is fighting is trying to be to build that reputation in a parody league days, yeah that's harder to do so For that sure. would be that would be amazing exactly if you have the reputation the then it's like when somebody wants to come over whether it's the next you know whatever his name is the next top town that wants to come and say you know what i'm the best player in europe i'm the best one in the world i got five good years left let me go make a couple hundred million in in, in north america tfc is the best team i'm going to TFC. yes exactly they get first dibs at the players they yeah, want to exactly, have exactly and that's how it should be because think about it, a lot of players can come and build start to get their after soccer lives ready yeah yeah i yeah. mean like look at beckham now he's the owner of uh he's part of Inter miami, miami yeah Inter miami right you had, uh, I think there was another player that came to New York that ended up staying in New York to live there. Yeah. Because again, there's a lot more, maybe that's unfair to say, but there's a lot of opportunities in North America. For sure. I think right. also too, for to, to raise their families, their kids, it's also a little bit better than yeah. so. in wherever places, in some places in Europe. And also there's there's like, man, fans in Europe are, are crazy. And if you play at a, at a club with high expectations and you don't do well, you can't even show your face on the streets, you know? Whereas here, you know, you have that pressure from the fans and whatever, and, 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 and the media can be, you know, really on top of you, but you can still walk down the street. You don't, uh, after a loss, like nobody's going to... No one's on your case. No one's going to throw stuff at you or whatever, you know, over there is, is a bit different. So in that sense, like they, they like... on you here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. No, but exactly. It's so true. And... <laughs> That's why those players also like coming here, and that's why they stay here and live. Like, uh, I'm pretty sure Jovinko, you know, his family stays here. Yeah. 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 Well, on that note, 
I think it's it's time that we start How to wrap. Going for? Uh, probably about an hour and a half, oh, give or bad. take. Hour and seven. Wow. Yeah. Not bad. Well, Jonathan. <laughs> I've never called you Jonathan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but he, listen, I I don't want like not jinx it, knock on wood. But the last time we had you on, people have, like anyone who would listen, this is like you know the early days. It was like, we, like it was gonna a week before the season, like the season started. Yeah, yeah. We were talking about we had, like we had tickets to go to the game. We we're gonna go. I was whatever. Just gonna tell the story of how we got him on the first time for like those who don't. Oh, know. you go ahead. I was gonna say like it's crazy. It's come full circle. Yeah. We're back again, but like a month till the month and a bit till the next DFC yeah, season. Yeah, yeah. Not fingers crossed. No, yeah. Fingers crossed. Touch wood. Touch wood. We, uh, but man, it's exciting. Hopefully, everything goes like back to normal and all that stuff. But even even so, as long as you're playing here, that's what we hope for. Yeah, and, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. For sure. All the best sure. this year, man. Thanks, man. So it's an exciting. I mean, it's exciting every year. TFC always has a competitive team. Always has great players. Yeah, and it's always nice to root for guys. You know, yeah, yeah. Guys on the team. So. Yeah, and, I know. Last year was was a tough year, but I'm sure this year we'll be we'll be back fighting and. Yeah, it's exciting, man. Hopefully, it's a little bit more normal than um, what the last two years has been. Um, but yeah, man, no. Guys, it's always a pleasure coming on. Congrats to you guys, too, man. You guys just keep blowing up, man. <laughs> For, I, I see you. I see you guys, yeah. man. For those who it. make it to the end of this and actually listen to it, we appreciate <laughs> you. But John, that was our first like real, like actual guest that we had on. Like We had Eric Radford, who was an Olympian gold medal, but like yeah, nobody right, yeah. really knew him. Like You were like our first like kind of like, all right, fuck, okay, this guy's legit. Like Plays TFC. Like, we've watched him play. We, we paid money to see this guy <laughs> play. Like, season ticket holders here. <laughs> but yeah, like we just fucking DM'd you. And then we, we ran into each other at the Leaf game, or was it Raptor game or something? Um, I think it was, it was a rap. So it was a rap. It was a rap. So it was a rap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Club. I was like, me? No, no I you did. I was like, I, was like, I don't remember that. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. What's yeah, up, man? Right. He's like, yo, how you doing, man? When am I coming on? I'm like, bro, whenever you want. Yeah. You tell me when you're available. Invite's <laughs> <laughs> always open, man. That's literally yeah. exactly how. It's exactly. He's like, oh, what, how's the pod going? When am I coming back? I'm like, bro, you guys, Team Canada, like, bro, you're all over Sportsnet right now, bro. I saw that goal. Gotta get you back on. But yeah, man. Yeah, we, uh, we appreciate us fitting the yeah. schedule too, because obviously we know a lot. You got a lot going on this next yeah, uh, next next couple of weeks. So yeah, yeah. good luck with Team Canada too. Thanks, man. guys, man. Yeah, appreciate yeah. you. Appreciate uh, and That's again, awesome. if people want to find out more about you, what you're doing, Team Canada, everything, where can they go? How can they find you? Just go on Sports Center. And- <laughs> 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 no, man. Just go. No, just I, I hope you know. Just tune in and and, and follow uh, um, the Canadian national team. Obviously, we got the games at the end of this month, and we need everybody. We need the country. We want the country yeah. behind us. And then, you know, I'm at TFC, so um, yeah. Just hopefully, we, we we get the fans back, and we get full stadiums this year. And yeah, so if you want to catch me, I'll be at the stadium. I'll be at you BMO, BMO Field. <laughs> and on Instagram, it's also 21, oh, it's, I think. It's joso21. joso21, so give them a follow too. And other than that, subscribe, send it to your friends, give us a follow, all those fun things. Sick, Sick. guys. Signing off. Cheers. See ya. You like to drink and to smoke to take away the pain And I don't remember all of my mistakes And every I got alone no one thing You're not alright, I'm not alright Yeah.